Blog Talk Radio. More live fantasy sports radio than anyone on the planet. Seven continuous hours of football, baseball, basketball, and hockey action each Monday through Friday. Plus seven hours of game day frenzy on Sunday. 30 shows in all from the best fantasy sportscasters in the business. Like Craig Davis of FantasyFootball.com, the audible Cecil Lammy, Paul Greco of Melnick and Greco Fantasy Sports, and the fantasy football guys Lyle Conkiel and Kevin Moore. The Fantasy Sports Channel. Only on Blog Talk Radio. It's a schedule you can bet on. After years of blood, sweat, and tears, it all comes down to this. Draft Weekend 09. To celebrate this year's Gridiron Draft, the Fantasy Sports Channel is rushing more than 24 hours of live draft action your way. And we're the only place on the planet to do it with a fantasy football twist. Excitement begins Saturday, April 25th at 10 a.m. Eastern with 14 continuous hours of nonstop draft day coverage. Plus another live draft block beginning Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern. The Fantasy Sports Channel. Only on Blog Talk Radio. It's a schedule you can bet on. News in the chat room. Leroy's Aces, Lions signed Stafford. Six years, $42 million. Here we go. your host Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Scott and Mike and their versatility bring new light to many topics in and out of the world of fantasy sports. Guests can reach the show by calling 347-324-5404. Red versus Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. Let's hope they're still friends afterwards. Here they are, Scott and Mike. We are live 17 hours from the NFL Draft, our favorite time of year. Hello, everybody, and good evening. This is Scott Atkins from Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio. Wherever you may be, thanks for making us part of your night. We have a full chat room tonight. Mark Ronick from TheFantasySportsChannel.com is with us tonight. Hello, Mark. And as always, I'm joined by my big blue co-host from Brandenburg, Kentucky, Michael Trent. Mike? 
Does the number 85 mean anything to you? <laughs> well, I tell you what, uh, the 85 is going to mean a lot of things to a lot of people. I can't wait uh, for tomorrow. There's a lot of things that's going to happen. I'm I'm looking forward to see what will uh, what will transpire uh, between you know the teams that are moving up, moving down. Um, I've got. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of players that I'm looking forward, but uh, 85, no, 85, no, no, block, nope. I don't think so, Scott. It's not. 85 is the number of Ocho Cinco. It's also the number of the that. score that Mike shot today on the golf course. So, ah! uh, guys, this is Red versus Blue Sports Talk Radio. Thanks for joining us this week. We are just 17 hours away uh, from the NFL draft starting up. We are going to be live from two to three tomorrow. Be right back at you with an NFL draft special. Uh, we've got Nick Scott, uh, a.k.a. East Bay Funk from the Football Guy message boards, uh, a great mind uh, breaking down rookie talent from a fantasy football perspective. He'll be breaking down all of his player rankings, running back, wide receiver, and quarterback. Sounds like we do have some big news. Dave just alerted us. I'm going to take him at his word here. Matt Stafford signing with the Lions, six years, 42 mil. Uh, Mike, before we before we jump off here, uh, the phone number is 347-324-5404. Uh, that's the number to reach the show. We're going to be talking everything from uh, the rookie draft, uh, the NFL draft. We've got trade rumors galore. We've got Hightower starting in Arizona, dropping 15 pounds. We've got the Gonzalez trade. We're going to talk about a lot here tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about a trade that Mike and I pulled off. We've got a uh, a dynasty league we're in, and we just trade, pulled off a couple of trades. We're going to find out which uh, side you think and who got the better into that deal. And uh, we've got uh, we've got uh, who's your team uh, going to draft this week? Who's your team looking at it this weekend? What are your team needs? Alex is in the chat room. Obviously, the Giants uh, perspective we've got here. Uh, I think Dave is uh, from Leroy's Aces. He's uh, he's got a Packer perspective, I believe. I'd love to hear from you guys. And uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna ramble on a little bit here for the next hour, Mike. But this Stafford this Stafford deal, they got it done. Uh, it's always nice to see the, the the top pick get done in advance. But was this the right move for this team with with as many quarterbacks as going to be in the league next year? You know, I don't know, Scott. I was wondering about that all week long. Uh, you know, I was thinking, is Matt Stafford is he the right fit? Uh, you know, the bottom line, Detroit. They don't know if he's the right fit because they've never had a right fit for the last few years. Uh, Matt yeah, Stafford, yeah. he says he is. Uh, so, we'll, you know, we're going to find out. Uh, he's confident. He's confident in his abilities and, and what he does. Uh, he wants to turn the program around. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it's kind of a tough thing to tough thing to say whether he is the right fit or not. But, uh, you know, you, in my opinion, you, you got to build. You got to build from within, and they're going to have a hard time just on a quarterback because, you know, with Calvin Johnson, okay, well, so so. But if the guy three five steps in back and he's on his butt, then he's going to have a hard time dealing with things in the NFL. And uh, but but there's different quarterbacks to handle different situations. So, I mean, some of them can step in right away and be immediate success stories and some just need a little time so you know i guess time will tell with uh matt stafford he's a guy that definitely was getting better year after year uh i, I love to see 
uh, seniors come out in the NFL draft, and, I, and, and there were some statistics saying that uh, seniors, when they come out, uh, have a much higher success rate than these juniors that come out. And, uh, you know, you have to take that for what it's worth, but, uh, you know, he was uh, shooting or, 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 or completing over 60% of his passes in Georgia in the SEC uh, in, his senior, in his junior year, um, you know, with a, with, a, with a nice quarterback rating. I don't know how that translates in the NFL. Everything's a little bit different. Everything's obviously a lot faster. But the SEC is no joke, and, I mean, he, he seemed to do uh, pretty well there. But uh, Detroit, they just need – they need help everywhere, all around. I mean, the only thing that they've got locked solid is Calvin Johnson. I think they're pretty happy there. They're probably happy at the running back, too, with Kevin Smith. But they need just so much. I, I, I like to see teams like Detroit follow the trend that Jacksonville did when they came in the league, when they took Tony Pacella. You take those big monsters, those big beasts that exactly. you can't find late in the draft. Those guys are always first-round picks. And, and they're that way oh. for a reason because the wars are fought on the offensive and the defensive lines. Well, Kevin Smith, I mean, he's not going to find a hole unless there's a hole available. I mean, a lot, a lot of your great backs, uh, they need a hole immediately. And then once they find that hole, that's when they accelerate and that's when they become great backs. If they don't have that, they have no chance. A quarterback, three, five-step drop, when they drop back, if there's, if there's nothing there and they've got three guys in, in their face, what kind of chance do they have? I mean, they, they really they really have no chance. So that's what I'm saying. You have to build right there on that line, make that happen, and then just kind of just filter it out. And then, you know, next thing you know, you have a ball club. 347-324-5404 is the number. Give us a call. Talk draft. Talk anything you want about this NFL draft uh, from any perspective. Uh, we've got our topics. Uh, obviously, this this – this rumor that's floating around that um, the Rams have paid for a plane ticket, Mike, for Mark Sanchez. This is a kid that everybody's high on, all the hype's on. Uh, we talked last week how that, uh, what you know, um, if, if you have Sanchez in a room with Colt McCoy and, and uh, the other uh, – and, and Florida's Tim Tebow, you know, Sanchez is the guy that gets the keys to the car. He's the guy that's making, uh, you know, the decisions for that group of guys and and he's got that mojo. He's got he's got that it factor. But are the Rams? You know, Mop is in the chat room. Uh, welcome, Mount Mop. I think this is the first time on, on the show, man. He's he's asking if this is if this is all a smokescreen. Are are they bluffing? You know, do they want somebody to come up here and 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 pay that price for Sanchez? Is, is there anybody that's that hot and heavy? What do you think, Mike? Well, I tell you what, uh, Sanchez is. I want I I don't want to say under the radar, but a, a little bit because. Uh, in the NFL, he may be just as good or better than Stafford when the day is done. Say, come uh, 2011, 12, 13, uh, Sanchez could be a better quarterback. He's got he's got that aura about him that tells you that he reeks professional uh, athletics, Chemo. professional ability, <laughs> and you know, I mean, he's got. It looks like he's got what it takes. He keeps moving up every draft board I've ever seen. Uh, he keeps moving up, moving up, moving up. And uh, I think the I think the stigma with uh, Stafford is he's going to be with Detroit. And the one thing about uh, Sanchez is he might end up being on a team that may not contend in '09, but uh, you know if he's if he's there and continuing to progress and mature in his job, then 
in ten and eleven. He could be uh, he could be solid. Man, Stafford, this is nuts. It's all it's all over NFL.com, Mike. Not to cut you off. Forty one million dollars guaranteed for wow. Matt Stafford. That's an insane amount of money, and obviously, uh, government and Uncle Sam have to get there. So he's playing for, uh, till what? About week five, week six for free. But still, <laughs> where do I sign up for that deal? Simon throwing the football. Simon, Simon throwing the football. Sure, yeah. Good, good, good. We've got uh, we've got Seattle that possibly might be what was interested in Sanchez and and man I I just didn't I didn't I was hoping he wouldn't end up there because that's just going to be you know a couple years with the clipboard behind Hasselback I don't see Hasselback fading out that quick and then you can go all the way down to uh, you know I'm 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 scrolling through here but I don't see another quarterback pick until maybe ten San Fran. Uh, maybe take maybe taking Sanchez. Otherwise, it's got to be the Rams. So the only team I could see moving up uh, to pay a price. What about Jacksonville? No, I, I don't know. I, if anybody's in the chat room that wants to that wants to dial in on this three four seven three two four five four zero four, I don't I don't see Jacksonville um, making a move like that. When they're in a good position to build a team around uh, what they have, Gerard gets the job done, and 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 I think they're they're. Decently satisfied. If there's any Jacksonville fans out there that want to correct me on that, you know, feel free and, and call us up. But I, I, I don't see them paying that. And you know, I, I, I see San Fran as the only team here that possibly moves up to take this from St. Louis. If, if Sanchez doesn't go at two, and Seattle, I don't know. I, I, I heard that Seattle was the place he might go as a, as a longer term solution. But why do that if you're Seattle? It just doesn't make any sense when you've got so many other needs. You, you're not playing. You, you're not playing defense. Your your offense was out of out of out of whack. Largely due, albeit to to Hasselbeck's injury last year. But let's let's call that the injury and 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 let's see what he can do this year. I don't think you're ready to give up on Hasselbeck after one one bad season. So well, I tell you what, Scott. I, you know Jacksonville. I th- this has been screaming at me for the last uh, day and a half. Um, uh, Gerard, he's He's nice, but nice won't get you to. It won't get you over the top. It won't get you to the uh, to the championship game. It won't get you to the Super Bowl. Um, I really, I really see uh, Jacksonville possibly taking a chance on uh, Mark Sanchez at the number eight pick. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't see it, but. As a Jets fan, let's let's switch gears a little bit here. Uh, Jets are are at seventeen, and um, they've got a lot of needs here. Um, obviously, Thomas Jones is getting old. Um, some are predicting that he had his best year last year, and, and it's and it's going to go downhill from here. That would make a lot of sense at his age. Uh, you've got Leon Washington. I'm very happy about what Leon Washington is doing for the team. Uh, but if Moreno is still there at seventeen, I'd like to take him. If he's not there. Then you know what? A guy that I would go out and buy his jersey right now. Character problems and all. Anybody want to take a guess in the chat room? Character problems and all. <laughs> Not Brit show. Donald <laughs> Brown. Shoden <laughs> uh, is in the chat room. He's a big Jets fan with me, and he's he's saying Kenny Brett, big target. Um, but uh, I tell you what, I really like the playmaking ability of Percy Harvin, and I would be one of the first to go out and get a get a Harvin jersey for Sundays, man. I like what high risk, baby. How risk? Yeah, yeah, you know. But uh, let, let's see what Rex Ryan is, is, is throwing a lot of risk around. You know, he's he's doing a lot of he's shaking up the team, and he can uh, Harvin can do so much for your squad. Um, you know, Leon does a lot too there, so maybe it's kind of a duplicate 
duplicate pick, but I think Harvin can can do a lot as a as a wide receiver, kind of a, a utility player there, and and add some excitement to that team because you wait on your quarterback maybe maybe next year. I'm just a, I'm just a Harvin fan. I think he's a beast. If he doesn't go to the Jets, then there's talk of Minnesota getting him at 22. But he is a player right now that is building a lot of hype um, around the league. That uh, some some people are are predicting that he won't be in the early 20s because he'll be gone before that. So, so well, well, let me ask you a question, Scott. So you would would you uh, rate Harvin ahead of Britt? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. I watched a lot of Kenny Britt at, at Rutgers. Uh, being a Big East fan, I've watched a lot of um, I've watched a lot of Donald Brown. Um, I've, I've, I love Shady McCoy, LaShawn McCoy. I think he's a playmaker. I think if he goes to Arizona, he can easily displant your little Timmy Hightower kid, um, who's who who averaged a, a measly a, a measly two point what eight yards a carry <laughs> that was last year, and, and even worse than that. So. With that offensive line in Arizona, you should be doing more than that, especially with the offensive work around you with Bolden and Fitz and Breston and Warner. You should be doing more than 2.8. I hope you're not counting on Hightower in that dynasty league we're in. But no, we, uh, no, no. So anyway, my point. Uh, I just I just like what Harvin does on the field, man. Every I think his yards per touch and his, and his scores per touch are, are like off the charts. If you look at some stats, I don't have them in front of me, but I don't know. He, he's he's another. Playmaker. Kid. I just got that it factor. Well, he's a playmaker. Uh, you know, I get I get to see a lot of SEC football, and uh, Percy Harvin is definitely a playmaker. They'll go to him uh, if a play needs to be made, whether it's uh, third and five or third and seventeen. You know, it's Percy Harvin, Tim Tebow. That's his guy. It's, it's almost like a look, like here we go, and uh, he will take care of it and get it done. But uh, I just, yeah, I think it's too high risk. I think it's too high risk, in my opinion, and uh, I wouldn't touch a guy with ten foot pole. Well, it's all uh, it's all speculation at this point. That's all we've got right now uh, to to get us to uh, Saturday at four p.m. We're going to be talking again at uh, between two and three. We're going to be hosting the NFL Draft Special. Uh, it does stream live on thefantasysportschannel.com, guys. It also streams live on our show page, and if you click the iTunes button, it'll also uh, download to a podcast. And uh, you can just update your podcast every uh, every week on your iTunes player and uh, check us out there if you can't catch us live. Uh, but uh, let, let, let's keep going, Mike. We've got this uh, big trade that just that took place uh, with Gonzalez going to the Falcons, and I've got a, a list of names here uh, on both sides of the equation. I've got uh, Kansas City players and I've got Atlanta players, and I want your opinion, up or down, how this affects these players, this trade. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, let's start with Tony Gonzalez. Uh, up, up. Yes. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll come back to that. Uh, Michael Turner. Uh, ooh, that's down. That's down because uh, Gonzalez, Gonzalez, he's going to some uh, in the middle. Uh, there's going to be some of those third and two, third and three, third and four where they're going to end up uh, maybe going to Gonzalez where they would go to Turner. Wow, and it looks like you're getting a lot of uh, a lot of agreement uh in the chat room, but uh, here comes the prognosticator disagreeing as well. Uh up. Uh they they say Turner up, Mop says down. Uh and and Mop says down. I'd love to get some feedback on this Turner. How does that affect Michael Turner? Obviously, 
it gives uh, them to uh, it pushes those linebackers back out to let Gonzo. You got to guard Gonzo. You got to cover him now. And now instead of those five yard carries, they're going to be ten yard carries. Uh, that's just for me. I think Turner. I think Turner goes up. But you say down. Let's go. Yeah, I, I, I say down because in a, in a lot of third down situations, when last year when they would normally maybe give it to Turner, uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a passing situation where. Uh, uh, he'll go to uh, he'll go to Gonzalez. Okay, Roddy White. Up, up. I have to study that those targets a little bit more to figure out if if there are more targets in store for Roddy or not. I I think if um, if if some of his touchdowns are coming from the red zone, then I think you got to give some of those to Gonzo. Um, but uh, not not real sure how that's going to affect Roddy. Let's go over to the KC side of the ball. And the 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 one player that I want your opinion on is Dwayne Bow. Uh, he's going to go up big time with Castle. Is he a hundred catch guy up. now? Is he a hundred catch guy? I don't think that much, but well, no. you, you know what? He could be close. He could be close uh, with Castle out there. Uh, you know, but then again, you know, I don't know what Castle's going to uh, bring to the table. Uh, you know he's he's been in New England and uh, Kansas City. That's a different beast. And so I don't know, 100 catches, probably not. But he's still gonna. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna move up off of last year. Well, he definitely had the targets last year. I, I, I I'm gonna pull this up, and if anybody else is uh, ahead of me, you know, feel free to pull them up. But I, I remember seeing his targets were off the charts. As, as it stood last year. So I'm not sure if he's going to get more targets. But with a better quarterback, uh, maybe you get the ball thrown in the, in the vicinity. Maybe a quarterback with a little bit more touch than what we had last year. Um, so, you know, hopefully uh, Bo, uh, in my situation, will, uh, will, will get a, little bit, a, a, few more, a few more completions uh, his way with Matt Castle and, and, and no, no Gonzo in the middle. Let's look at Larry Johnson. Ooh. No, no, Gonzo. I think I think he goes up off of last year. I, I yeah. really do. As long as he's freaking satisfied, that little baby. I mean, I mean, if he gets, <laughs> I'm, I'm just being honest. I mean, if he's if he's happy with the situation, uh, he should move up. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I, I, I'm still of the opinion, and they can. They, if you're if you're if Gonzo is on your team, your running back is getting uh, getting a, a better middle to play with. I mean, he doesn't have to go outside as much. He can go right up the middle, and uh, there's going to be a lot more room there and a lot more daylight with with Gonzo pushing you out. That's just that's just what that's just how I feel. I don't I don't know if that's really backed up or not. Uh, and right. then you got Matt Castle, man. Everybody was high on Matt Castle, but does he go up or down? Obviously, with Gonzo being gone, down that's probably a no brainer. Yeah, he goes down. Yeah, he goes down in my opinion uh, because I'm I'm a, I'm still a believer, Scott, of a system, and he was in a system in New England that that couldn't fail. It couldn't fail. Uh, so now he's going into a system in uh, Kansas City. Now maybe he is that special. Maybe he is that good. I'm not going to bat. I'm not going to bat Matt Castle. His his stock goes down big time. That's why maybe I shouldn't have said uh, Dwayne Bowe's stock goes up because it it probably shouldn't. Yeah. 
Well, again, the phone number is 347-324-5404. Percy Harvin is the kid that's uh, the game-breaking ability that he's got. Uh, obviously, the injury concerns um, and the um, – I think he's tested positive for, for marijuana, but most of these kids, I, I can't imagine them, uh, you know, staying clean. But then again, you know, with this type of money, I think it would give you a good, good reason to. But, uh, you know, he's just one of those, uh, one of those kids. Uh, that whoa, I, that whoa, I, whoa, I whoa, 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 whoa. You go into the combine – yeah. Oh, you're gonna be yeah. Why you be an do you do it? That that's bull crap. You don't you gotta be do a, it. You, you gotta you gotta be an idiot. Yeah. You you can do it all you want, whenever you want, what have you. But you're a special talent. You're a special individual. You have a lot of athletic abilities, and you're getting ready to make millions of dollars. Don't screw it up. Prognosticator just pulled up the stat, Mike. Uh, Dwayne Bowe had 157 targets last year. That's just a that's just an enormous amount of, of, of targets. And you know, I saw a lot of games where it was pass to uh, pass to Bo incomplete, pass to go in, Bo incomplete, and a lot of those are red zone. They were they were really trying to force the ball into him on many occasions. Uh, so well, maybe this could be a good fit then. <laughs> I don't know if, how you can go up from there, but, you know, I, it, 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 whatever happens, it, it's, it's going to be interesting to find out if, if, he can, if he can increase on last year's performance. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I, just, I just had to trade for Bo. If you guys don't know it, we're in a dynasty league uh, together. Mike was uh, just invited a couple of weeks ago, and he's had to take over a pretty rough team. This team has had not much uh, in the form of talent around it, uh, except for a couple of guys, Chris Johnson, Dwayne Bo, Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Uh, Devin Thomas, you know, he's got some talent there. He's got a Joe Flacco and a Leinert and a Henny, and, and he's got some draft picks, 1-3 and 1-6. And so I take a look at his squad, and this is a quarterback-heavy league where you get six points per touchdown, one point for every ten passing yards. I mean, this this league, if you've got quarterbacks, you're, if you're not scoring 50 or 60 uh, for a quarterback, you know, you're, you're going to lose, okay, because your opponent likely is. But uh, so I, I kind of scan my team a little bit, and I throw in – Eli Manning, Clinton Portis, and Lee Evans. Okay, gang, and I want your opinion on this. Eli Manning, Clinton Portis, and Lee Evans. And I ask for Dwayne Bow, 1-6, and the 3-3. The 1-6 rookie and the 3-3 rookie. Which side got the better deal? Mike, what do you think? Well, you know, I think think both of us made out really good uh, fitting our – Fitting into our uh, our rosters because you know that was kind of tough. I needed help quick at, at quarterback. I needed help quick at running back. Uh, I had a couple feelers out there. Uh, you know, everybody wanted Deshaun Jackson. I wasn't going to give up Deshaun Jackson and the one six uh, for an aging uh, running back, which you know that was that was kind of the feelers out there. Uh, I wasn't going to do that, but. You know, I think the trade we pulled off, uh, you know, I think it's going to help you out down the road. And uh, I needed some help quick, and I'm hoping that that that, that it happened. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling good about it. Well, uh, I think the consensus of the big three uh, is pretty much Crabtree, Moreno, and Wells, depending on where Wells ends up. But still, I think there's a lot of teams that think Wells should be there. Uh, and then you've got a gaggle of guys around here like Macklin and Donald Brown. Uh, you know, East Bay Funk, he's very high on Sean Green. We're going to talk about that on the show tomorrow. Good. Um, 
Well, uh, another uh, thing, Scott, yeah, is I would I wouldn't there there is no way I would have pulled this trade off if I didn't have the one three. Yeah. So yeah, you, those you have of you the out there, I mean, you you know, you gotta understand. I mean, I had I had the one the one three and the one six. So my buffer was kind of the one six to where I could be able to trade it away and still have that one three and a second round pick. Yeah. Uh, you're getting a little bit of sentiment in the chat room. Uh, most people, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing some comments that say the the, the trade per looks pretty fair. Um, some some aren't a big fan of Evans or Eli. Um, Mop seems to like Bo uh, in that off in that in that tra- in that trade. But uh, I don't know. I think, like you said, I think it helps both teams. If you can find a trade that helps both teams, then you know that's where you're. That's where your trades are going to get done. Uh, any any of these lopsided trades where you're only looking out for yourself, it's just not going to get done. Uh, oh. We also threw we also looked and said, man, I've got bets on my team. I need to go ahead and get rid of bets. And so I threw some offers out there, and you took uh, bets for Brandon Jackson. So uh, I, I I grabbed Brandon Jackson, and and now I can try to peddle him to the Ryan Grant owner, see if he's worth anything at all. Um, but um, we'll, we'll see how that works out. And uh, I think Show just pulled off a trade here. He pulled off a what was he telling me? Something about uh, in the in the it shows in the chat room right now. He trade off. He pulled off a trade where he got rid of Algie Crumpler. I don't know how you get rid of Algie Crumpler right now, but he pulled it off. He called <laughs> me about. It. He was pretty excited. Uh, I think he got an upgrade in his draft pick uh, from the twenty something to the seventeen, maybe the twenty six to the seventeen. He moves up in the rookie draft pick. All he had to give the guy was Algie Crumpler. Uh, so. You know, some of these some of these dynasty trades are just you kind of look at and turn your head and you're like, how in the world? What this what's this guy thinking? But I don't he's know. looking for Derek Williams wide receiver. He's looking for uh, maybe Jeremiah Johnson running back, running back out of Oregon. Never heard of him. Oh come on, Scott. <laughs> Never heard of him. Three four seven three two four five four zero four is the number. Look at at the six pick here. Uh, after Crabtree, Marino, and Wells, you got Macklin, Donald Brown. Um, so you're so you're looking at at, at maybe a Lashawn McCoy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a Percy Harvin, a Darius Hayward Bay, uh, a Kenny Britt. Okay. If, if 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 he lands in a situation favorable situation, Hakeem Nix. These are all guys that uh, if depending on where they end up, could all go at that six spot. So I'll. I'll just take a stab at one of those guys and, and, and see what happens. But we still, haven't seen, <laughs> we still haven't seen uh, Bolden end up anywhere, although it, it, it sounds like maybe something's going to get done with that. Uh, we still haven't seen Braylon move anywhere, and we're expecting okay. both of those trades um, both of those trades to, 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 to end up uh, commencing tomorrow. See what, but, they're uh, going to have to, you know, those trades, they're going to have to happen within the next uh, – you know, uh, eight, ten hours. I mean, it's going to have to happen quick. Uh, if not, then uh, those teams, they have to make a decision on what they want to do. Uh, you know, as far as going uh, drafting second, third, fourth, fifth round, as far as a uh, wide receiver, running back, you know, they they have to make a decision if a trade isn't made. So uh, a lot – I can see some trades being made between now and uh, 4 o'clock. Hey, we're going to take a quick uh, break. Go get you a drink. We are going to play. Uh, we've got a sponsor this week out of Indianapolis, uh, a local talent that uh, we're going to give him some airtime here for about a minute and a half. So go get your drink, and uh, we'll be right here. Take on the cheese. 
more than 24 hours of live draft action your way. And we're the only place on the planet to do it with a fantasy football twist. Excitement begins Saturday, April 25th at 10 a.m. Eastern with 14 continuous hours of non-stop draft day coverage plus another live draft block beginning Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern. The Fantasy Sports Channel only on Blog Talk Radio. It's a schedule you can bet on. Yeah, guys, uh, we're back, and, and we are going to be live from 2 to 3, from 2 to 3 Eastern Standard Time, uh, an hour before the draft, uh, two hours before the draft, uh, with our live draft coverage. We have East Bay Funk, uh, Nick Scott. Uh, if uh, if a lot of you guys know Nick, he plays a, a lot of dynasty leagues with, uh, with us over at Football Guys, and uh, he likes to break down the rookies. He's got some interesting – uh, rankings, if you haven't checked those out, you need to get over to Football Guys, and we'll be discussing those. Among them, Sean Green, he has as his, uh, I believe, his number two uh, running back uh, after Moreno. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting to find out uh, what he has to say about Sean Green. Obviously, he's a, he's, he's a monster, but um, I'm, not, I'm not sure that's going to – uh, running backs are just kind of kind of funny in this league, Mike. You, you, you know, you pay that first round price, and 
you get like fifth round performance. It seems like these guys come out of nowhere. Yeah, I know. It, you know, it's it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, last year, got kind of lucky on uh, Steve Slayton. Uh, so, you know, they do come out of nowhere. Uh, I'm looking at, uh, of course, you know who Jeremiah Johnson is, but uh, out of Oregon, uh, he's a nice back that uh, I really like. That I think that can uh, fit into a uh, fit into a system and uh, work well. Uh, obviously, Andre Brown and Cedric uh, Pierman. So it, it's kind of tough to tell when when you talk about your uh, when your backs. So yeah. I don't know. I, it's just uh, I'm still high on this Jeremiah Johnson. <laughs> Well, I don't I don't know anything about that, so I'm, I'm not going to comment. This Jason Campbell story has me intrigued. It almost feels like the Jay Cutler situation over. I mean, this Jay Cutler was a was a National Enquirer type tabloid story with so much drama uh, in this thing, and now here you have Jason Campbell coming out, listening to to. It's basically the same situation. You've got a coach, uh, Zorn. This wasn't his guy. You know, this is a Joe Gibbs guy. Jason Campbell is a Joe Gibbs guy, and you've got Zorn over here saying, you know, I don't know about Campbell. I'm going to give him a year to try out. And I watched Campbell last year. I thought he did okay. I thought he's the type of guy. And they they drafted Colt Brennan. I don't know what they're doing with him. But now they're talking about taking another quarterback here, uh, or they were yesterday. And uh, it, Campbell comes out and announces, hey, if, if you're going to take Sanchez, then he demands a trade, and he, and he demands it publicly. I just uh, – I just don't understand what is going on, man. Okay. These, these, well, these guys are, can, are taking over. All right. I'm going to break this down for you real quick. Daniel Snyder knows nothing. He, I, I, I'm sorry. That, this guy, is, he's, he's tearing this organization up piece by piece by piece. Uh, he tries to buy, you know, he got Hainsworth. Great. That's awesome. Build from within, just like I talked about earlier in the show. But he wants to just buy anything he can and yeah. buy any player he can without building talent and uh, without building uh, a uh, a person or a player that's going to fit into the system. It, it just doesn't work. And, yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't know. He's he's reaching. He's reaching. Okay, I'll give you five million. I give you twenty million. I give you thirty million. I give you forty million. Just come here. And and it's almost like it's like well, I gave so and so forty million, so I feel good about that. Instead of I want to give this person this amount of money and to make him fit into my system. Snyder, I don't Snyder know. If that's just a, he's, no, he's an egomaniac. He throws around the money. Let's. Uh, yeah. let, I, I think we all agree on that. Let's talk about some of these guys here. I'm telling you, uh, you know, I'm going to talk about Percy Harvin until I'm blue in the face. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to cool off of him a little bit. But uh, you know, there's a couple of other guys here. Obviously, this Braylon and Bolden thing, if, if it happens, it happens. But what I'm hearing that Braylon does go to the Giants, uh, the Browns get their draft pick, and then they're able to take a wide receiver later in the draft. Uh, where the Giants will be drafted from. I guess that's uh, – I don't have it in front of me. It's in, the, it's in the late 20s. But I'm hearing that they'll take that pick and grab uh, somebody like a Kenny Britt from Rutgers. Um, uh, and, and, and automatically, here you go, you're in, a, you're in these dynasty drafts, you're in these rookie drafts, and you, you, 
you've automatically found yourself a number one wide receiver on a team because I think Britt automatically would become, if Braylon's gone, uh, Britt becomes the number one wide receiver on the Cleveland Browns. So his stock would, would definitely elevate. Um, you have Bolden rumors uh, to Philly, and I, I don't know where what, what's going to happen there, but uh, I'm seeing the Giants at 29, maybe going for uh, tight end, uh, maybe uh, Brandon Pettigrew. Yeah, Pettigrew is interesting. I, I just I just like to stay away from the whole tight end analysis. It's just <laughs> the Jets always end up drafting a mean, tight end, a Kyle Brady or something. It has just I can't get behind. No, the tight I mean end there, there, there's no stud tight ends out there this year, but. Uh, as far as uh, what the Giants are looking at, that's what I'm seeing. And as a matter of fact, uh, he's going to go higher than uh, Darius Hayward Bay. And that's, yeah. you know, that's a name we really haven't talked much about is uh, Hayward Bay because uh, coming into the combine, this guy, I mean, he was a top three wide receiver. I mean, he was he, he was pretty tough, but uh, he's, he's falling off the charts. Mike, I think it's funny how everybody is so sour on the Oakland Raiders and anything associated with the Oakland Raiders that it makes it even difficult to take Michael Crabtree if he goes to the Raiders. It's like anything that is affiliated with the Raiders just as a disease and a cancer, and you're talking about the Raiders at seven. Going to, they're going to go ahead and take Crabtree if he's there. And who's going to throw to him? I mean, I guess it's Russell, but maybe it's Garcia. I don't know. It's just anybody that's affiliated with the Raiders – uh, in that organization, you're just you're just going to uh, you know the death pool. And, well, when they man, when they took Jamarcus uh, Jamarcus Russell, I wasn't I wasn't that high on Jamarcus Russell. I think he can uh, you know he he can be a good quarterback in the NFL. Is it going to be great? No way, no way, not even close. Um, is he going to be what Al Davis wants? No way, not even close. So uh, they've got to find a Oakland's got to find a way to get something built in to where they've got to, you know, they've got to understand that Jamarcus may not be the guy. And so it's going to be tough. And uh, when you're leaning on uh, leaning on a big-time wide receiver or running back, uh, who knows? I mean. I've also liked this. Uh, the Colts obviously have to make a play at wide receiver. You have Peyton Manning. You have to have wide receivers all around you. It's funny that Marvin still hasn't found a team. He, he hasn't got it through his head that his, his be talking are over. I guess he's asking for too much money. But uh, you've got the Colts, you know, picking at the end of the first round and, or late in the first round, and they really like this Brian Rubisky kid, 6'3", from Ohio State. Uh, he, he ran the 40 and 4 5 4 6 at the combine uh you know and, he, and he's one of those one of those kids that um you know i think he hauled in 127 passes in his career but he, he he's got the intangibles in it. And, and the bottom line is you have to have weapons if you're going to have Peyton Manning you've got to have guys that you can just zing the ball around and 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 make plays. That's that's what the Colts are all about. And right now they're a little bit thin with Gonzalez just being the two. You've got Dallas Clark, but you really need you really need three wide if you're the Colts. And right now they don't have it. Yeah, and uh, it's funny because uh, when we were on the break there uh, a few minutes ago, I put a big star by my number fifteen, and that would be uh, Rubisky. 
I told Rachel, I said, this guy is going to be a stud. And I really believe that. I think Brian Robisky is going to be a stud, and uh, he'll fit fine. And it could fall into uh, the Indianapolis Colts' hands. No, another kid that uh, everybody was talking about uh, heading into this draft was Josh Freeman. And yeah. Tampa Bay Tampa Bay was a team that was absolutely in love with this guy. They went out and signed Leftwich. So I'm not real sure what that means. Does that mean you don't want Freeman, or is that just a Leftwich, a guy that says, okay, Freeman's not ready this year, but they're still going to go ahead and grab him. And so, you know, with, with the Bucks drafting, what are they, 19, 20, something like that? Yeah. With, and, and with the Jets at 17, I almost feel like you have to trade ahead of the of the Jets if you want Freeman. Um, I, I could kind of see Tampa trying to pull something like that just to make sure. If he's your guy, if he's the guy that says, okay, we're going to get, you can't risk the Jets taking him. You have to go ahead of the Jets and move Tampa on. Tampa Bay's drafting at 19, and but, it, but it's funny because the vibes I'm getting is nobody wants to trade down, or no, everybody wants to trade down, but nobody wants to trade up. It, it, it's kind of a weird vibe on the uh, on the NFL scene uh, for the first round. Three four seven three two four five four zero four. We want to hear from you and what what your team needs or uh, what players you'd like to discuss. We've got a caller from the three two three three two three. You're on the air. Hey guys, how's it going? Great. Good. This is hey. MOP, actually. <laughs> Calling hey, in. Hey, Mom. Hey, good hey. to hear from you, buddy. Good, good. How are you guys doing? Um, I, have a que- I, have a, I have a question or comment uh, about the Dolphins tomorrow and, and what they're going to do. Um, and see if you guys are on board with them taking uh, one of the, uh, say, the number two or number three rated defensive tackle that's on the board, either Hood or Perry if he's there, but I doubt Perry will fall that far. But if they'll uh, if they'll go ahead and take Ziggy Hood with the uh, 25th pick. All right, Mike. Well, uh, I, I can try to take this. I, I tell you what, we don't do we don't even play. We we usually come at this at the Fantasy Sports Channel here from a from a of a fantasy football perspective, and we're not doing a lot of IDP leagues. But I still can take a stab at it. Um, I, I think the Dolphins obviously they they are obviously going defense. Um, what direction they go uh, is going to depend on 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 who's there. Um, I, I'm I'm not sure if they're if they're going to go with defensive tackle uh, or not. But I but I know that they're, they're thinking linebacker, and I don't know if that's going to mean that um, a Larry English is there, or maybe it's a, a the Barwin kid out of Cincinnati. Um, I've even heard um, I've even heard that uh, you know you, you you were talking about Ziggy from Missouri. Um, I think he had a what wasn't he the guy that had a, a really good combine? Um, he did. I tell you what, I can switch gears though and go right into the wide receivers. I have a good question for you guys. Maybe you guys can talk about, and then I'll hang up and listen. Um, okay. For about the last five, six, seven seasons, every year, uh, every one of the top wide receivers that comes out in the draft never has the best rookie numbers. And so this year, Crabtree obviously is the consensus number one wide receiver coming out. He's going to be taken first, probably with the one 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 two in most uh, dynasty league uh, drafts for rookies. Uh, who do you guys like? I, I know you like Percy Harvin, but is there any other guys that you 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 two like after Crabtree to have an impact their rookie year? Uh, I, I want to jump in. I like uh, obviously uh, Crabtree and uh, Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin's going to be tough. Uh, I don't like, I don't like that. And uh, Kenny Britt. Kenny Britt. He's uh, 
he's one that's on the top of the top of the charts. Uh, going back here, uh, talk about the Miami Dolphins. Uh, looking at uh, Larry English. Uh, keep an eye on Larry English, uh, linebacker, defensive end from Northern Illinois. And and Mop, just to uh, just to answer your question from uh, from what I, I'm not a big Macklin fan. I don't I don't know what's wrong. Uh, I think the spread offense isn't that what Missouri ran. No, the, it seems like it just doesn't translate uh, to the National Football League as as well as we thought it would. And it seems like these guys rack up stats and they rack up plays that for whatever reason just don't seem to. Um, just don't seem to uh, translate well to the NFL. Maybe that's just a, a gut feeling that I have. But I'm really high on Hakeem Nix, and I and I and I've yeah, uh, positioned myself I, to take this kid. Uh, I've, I've, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like a, just a YouTube junkie, watching film, watching highlights, watching tape, and and I like what I see uh, when when I watch Nix, and, and he doesn't seem like he's the uh, the big target like Britt's Britt's going to give you. Um, and and I, and I hear that the Giants are looking for him. But I, 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 I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Knicks fan. I, I like what he does and, and the types of plays that he makes. I think that, that his, his ability uh, will, will translate well uh, to the NFL. Now, I don't know if the Jets are going to, you know, be interested in him or not uh, at 17, but I would, I'm, I'm obviously stuck on uh, analyzing Jets' needs and team needs. But uh, I, I kind of like, I kinda I like Knicks. I think he has – yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, Hakeem Nick, I mean, he's moved up my board a big time. Uh, I had him down at like the uh, 14th, 15th pick, and then next thing you know, he's he's ninth, tenth on my board. Uh, yeah. As far as who to take, and uh, he he is that good. Uh, out of North Carolina, just uh, getting things done, and uh, but you also got to remember, there's another one, uh, Brandon Tate. From North Carolina, that's another yeah. one that uh, you know he can make an impact in this draft. So it's going to well, be interesting to see. Character concerns with Tate as well, uh, considering that uh, you know I guess he's he's in the same boat as as Harvin with the uh, right. allegations of, of of drug use. But I don't know. I think I think. Um, you know, if 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 Crabtree ends up going early, um, you know, let's say he ends up going to Cleveland. Uh, or Cincinnati somehow, you know, and then Macklin ends up in Oakland. Man, I think I think Macklin is a mistake, and I think that uh, I think I think Harvin, his skill set will translate better to the NFL. Um, I think Nick's his his skill set will translate better in the NFL. Bay just seems like a burner. I don't know what what he's going to do. Uh, he could obviously play, you know, a slot position or or something along that line. But you know, I. Hey, you know Eddie Royal. He came out of he came out of uh, you know he had talent. People were saying that there were they they really liked this kid, but hey, what he came out and did just blew your mind. And and same thing with Greg Jennings. He was he was a guy that everybody knew had talent, but wow, look what look what he did. And and you know he wasn't on the the the, the elite uh, wide receiver radar at that point. Donnie Avery got picked. I think wasn't he the first wide receiver off the board after after Calvin? Um, I might be wrong there, but it seems like Avery just kind of came out of came came out of nowhere, and his speed numbers just really made the uh, the, the Rams come out and, and get you. And so, so many factors come in. I think we we're really able to we're really able to after the draft look at how these these pieces are all going to fit into place, and and then you can really start to modify your rankings. That's why it's so difficult to draft uh, to trade these draft picks before the draft. 
Um, yeah. There's obviously a lot of hype, Mike. We talked about that. The, the, these, these picks have so much hype right before the draft that you can get real good value by dealing them away right before the draft. And then after the draft, everything kind of just settles down, kind of makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, you know what? Uh, we, we talked about it. It's, it's all about in the now. You know, uh, for instance, uh, tomorrow's a draft. And everybody's, you know, any uh, high state player, you know, they're pumped up. They're pumped up about, okay, uh, I want to get this wide receiver. I want to get this running back, blah, blah, blah. I want to I wanna go after this one. I'll trade away a future. I'll trade away a 2010 uh, round one or round two, et cetera, et cetera. But is this draft that good or is it just in the now? So, you know, it's it's tough to tell, you know, because it goes uh, year in and year out. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm amped up. I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait for our show tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Uh, but you know, I'm 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 still skeptical about the uh, about the draft this year on the quality of players. We've got another caller from the eight one two eight one two. You're on the air. How you guys doing tonight? Hey hey hey. That would be Neil. Hey, how you doing? How's it going, buddy? Pretty good. Oh, my good. Gosh, good to hear from you. Huh? Dr. Dish is a fan of every every player uh, from Louisville, so we've got Harry Douglas in the discussion now. Oh, really? <laughs> well, <laughs> you now. some Harry, Harry Douglas analysis to the table here? Yeah, there you go. You just you just calling in to listen to the show, or uh, did you have something you wanted to share with the I, I woke up, and I thought, hey, I'll get on and see what you're all talking about here. I know the draft's tomorrow. That's probably what y'all been talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we... we We've, uh, we're talking draft. We're also going to be back tomorrow from 2 to 3 uh, on the uh, FantasySportsChannel.com. We're going to be having uh, East Bay Funk. Uh, the guy can talk all day about these rookies and answer questions, uh, talk about his rankings. Uh, he's a guy with uh, infinite more knowledge about these rookies than, than any of us get uh, because he's, uh, he's just got a, a good insight into what these guys bring to the table. And uh, now I don't know how that translates to his – his uh, fantasy skills, but I think he can hold his own. He's in a lot of leagues with us, and he's and uh, he can definitely hold his own in these drafts. We've got a couple of big drafts going on. We also had uh, a question just from uh, one of the guys uh, that were that's in a draft right now. You know, he's in a dynasty uh, dynasty league. I think hyperactives are going on right now. Hyperactive four. Uh, a lot of you guys are playing in those mop, and uh, of course myself and Mike and uh, some of the other guys here. But uh, at the 21st pick, he said he has available to him. Gore, D'Angelo, and Dwayne Bow. Gore, D'Angelo, and Dwayne Bow are available at the 21st pick and start up Dynasty drafts. And if I if I'm sitting there with Gore, D'Angelo, and Bow, I'm trying to understand how did D'Angelo fall to 21? For real. Who well, Gore too? How did Gore fall to you, 21? You, you can name you can name 20 players better than D'Angelo Williams in a startup Dynasty draft. That's just hard Dwayne to believe. Bow. This is, yeah, or Bo, and this it, it, and now and Lance is saying Gore. You know, I don't blame you. Twenty players better than those three guys in a startup dynasty draft. That's just really hard to believe. Yeah, so, I don't this, know. I don't know who it could be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what kind of draft that is or who's in that draft. That's uh, sounds a little far out there. I don't send it. Maybe 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 hey, you know what? Maybe they know something that we don't. So uh, run the one through twenty and. Uh, 
It, it could give us some insight. Yeah, yeah send it to Red Bush Blue. Absolutely, we'd love to see it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to uh, I'm gonna try to uh, to get a link to it because I, <gasps> it, it's it's really hard to believe. I don't know if this is I don't I'm not sure if this is a hypergraph or not. I know that would. I know that would surprise uh, a few of us if that was if that was going on. No, I don't. I don't think it is a hyperdraft. I'm gonna f- have to find out um, if I can get a link. It's just hard to hard to believe. You see, he said Gore, D. Will Lynch is still there. Uh, Reggie Bush, obviously, you know he's he's fallen quite a bit, and and Steve Slayton. Whoa, whoa! Order for Easton, eh? Yeah. Yeah, at, at the twenty pick. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I'm just. I would, I would love to get a link so we can discuss this, but I'm not. Uh, I, I don't think we're going to get one. We'll have to. We'll have to talk about it tomorrow, and, I, and I'll make sure that we can, we can, we can see what these, what these twenty guys were that were picked, um, that were picked before this. It's just, it's just, it's just hard to believe. Guys, we've got, uh, we've got three minutes left. Mike, was there anything else that you wanted to cover before the end of the show? No, I, t- I just want to, uh, I want to say. Uh, Thanks to thanks to you, Scott, and uh, I'm getting ready for uh, tomorrow at two o'clock. Tomorrow at two o'clock, I want everybody to join uh, and join in the fun. Join in the fun. Get ready for uh, the number one draft pick that will happen at four o'clock. Yeah, I feel ready for it. Get ready for those that uh, happen after that. Be ready for your uh, fantasy teams and uh, be ready for your dynasty teams because. It's 24-7. Like I've said, there's two seasons. One is football, NFL. The other season is getting ready for NFL. So let's do it. <laughs> I think I, th- I think uh, Detroit's going to make the first pick if they don't trade it, and they're going to take a wide receiver. <laughs> well, they, <laughs> they already announced it. They announced uh, Stafford to uh, uh, six years, $78 million with $41 million guaranteed. So, uh, Dave broke that story right as right as the show began, and uh, it's um, it's in the books. It, it sounds like it's happening. And then this big story is 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 Mark Sanchez getting the plane tickets from St. Louis. Will that go down? We'll oh, find out tomorrow. We'll find out tomorrow. We'll be back with come back with us. Listen to East Bay Funk tomorrow at two o'clock, and, and we'll be here to break it down from everybody at Red versus Blue. Thanks for joining us. Uh, the FFPC just hit 100 teams. Congrats to you guys. Uh, we'll see you in Vegas. Mop, I hope you guys can join us uh, in Vegas. We're going we're gonna to send us off with a little bit of Outcast. Can you name this tune? I came into this world high as a bird. From secondhand cocaine powder, I know it sounds absurd. I never chewed it, but it's in my veins. While the rest of the country bunches off ridges without no snapback, and they say they need that to shake their fannies in the club. They go the other route, turn each other out, burn each other out. Where Avon a fight like me can't even get no back rub these days. Ain't that bleak on they part? But let me hold it down, cause they shut you down when you speak from your heart. Now that's hard. Why we ranting and raving about cats? They made them gas, they got some that'll blow out our back from where they stay at.
mind the way your nipples look at me through your blouse. Freaky me, freaky you, can't help but be a route. Excuse me, Lord, let's go thinking, but that was the way we was brought up. Sneaking and watch Playboy at night, we all must be caught up in... You've been listening to Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. With your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Please join us next time. How about that buzzer meter, man? It was low. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. This has been Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio. We'll see you bright and early, 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Josh Freeman. <laughs> Josh Freeman. Yeah.